For other great content and more information on this episode, please visit danpursermd.com. Hey, this is Dr. Dan Purser, danpursermd.com. Welcome to my new uh, Sunday night, 7 p.m. Mountain Center time, Facebook Live. Tonight we're going to cover the 30-plus amazing unknown reference benefits of normalizing testosterone levels in women. Let me make that shorter. Um, 30-plus amazing benefits of testosterone for women because there are a lot of them. It's well-documented. Most doctors don't know these. Uh, they're actually 34, and I promised you I'd cover all, all of them tonight in 30 minutes or less, or that's my challenge, so we don't dawdle over all these. Um, across from me is Jackson. He's in charge. Say something, Jackson. Hello. He's not going to play the um, – I'm sorry. He's not going to play the theme song tonight because we don't have time. Okay. <laughs> that's all right. Are you even practicing? What are, you, are you sad? You're sad now. Yeah. Don't be sad. Okay. okay. Brecken's catty corner to me. She's in charge of the questions, and and she also keeps me on tack, on task, right? Yep, that's on what tack, I do. On tack, on task, whatever it is. Okay, first a diagnosis of, of testosterone, hypotestosteronism in women. In postmenopausal women, y'all have low testosterone. There's no way around it. You just quit making it. In um, in younger premenopausal women, if it's below, um, I say thirty uh, nanograms per deciliter certainly below 20 um you have uh hypogonadism you can probably tell this because you probably have the number one symptom of low testosterone is is that's yeah, a toss-up between loss of libido and dry vagina but you have one or the, one or the other um and if you have those symptoms and it's hard to work out and muscle wasting and all that going on you have low testosterone but the number one cause of that is brecken do you know in a young or premenopausal woman, what's the number one cause of low testosterone? I would guess like a vitamin deficiency. You binged it right on the head, yeah. Brett. Can you just work for me? I must. Yeah, especially <laughs> down the front office. So, yep, it's usually vitamin deficiencies. Um, unless you've had your ovaries removed, that could be the problem. That'll definitely be the problem. Um, so, at that point, I like the creams the best. Shots, forget it. Pills, no. Bad for your liver, not a good option at all. Shots are not a good option either because it's men, it's male. It's just too much testosterone no matter what you do with the shot. Women need about an eighth of what men need, So, which is crazy. And that may be yeah. a tenth. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, okay, so you, I always use the creams because then women like to control their dosages. So, But remember, for women who are premenopausal, I probably won't put you on testosterone. I'll look for the cause. I'll get one of the our new CMA tests and see where it's at. See where your your B12, your folate, your biotin, your B6, your B2, your B3, your B1, all those zinc, all those are at to try and figure out why your testosterone is low. Why you're in ovarian insufficiency, or some people call it ovarian failure. I've had girls in their 20s, 30s, and obviously early 40s in menopause. And it's usually almost always from vitamin deficiencies. Correct that, and remember what I always say, good nutrition in equals good hormones out. So, let's roll on this. Let's get to this. I want to, I level of 50 nanograms per deciliter or higher is the ideal range. Some women like it to run 100 postmenopausally. That's good. You're going to see documentation here um, in, my, in this list. You need to download this list 
by signing up for our email list at danpressermd.com. That's really good because you'll hear about when we're going to release our Serum X. And I did say it. I know. I did say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our AO Biologics will re- release our Serum X. It'll be soon for those of you waiting. So that's really cool. You see my posts about that. Uh, how we're thinking we can really help the opioid crisis. We'll see. Okay. Um, let's roll on with this. I make no sound. That's me rolling. Okay. The questions you want to ask. They ask women, have you ever suffered from vaginal dryness? Have you suffered from uh, dry and comfortable sexual intercourse? Have you suffered from red, dry, or inflamed vaginal tissues? Have you been told you had vaginal atrophy? Have you been told you had urinary incontinence, such as stress incontinence or sneeze incontinence? Are you tired and get worn out by 3 or 4 p.m. every day? Have your muscles started uh, to deteriorate? It says top deteriorate, but we're going to change that, right? Yep. Okay, good. We'll fix that. Or shrink. Um, So... What testosterone levels that are normalized can give you as a female? Either at a young age from vitamins or um, postmenopausally. Let's just roll through these. These are the benefits that will happen? Yeah, these are the benefits that happen if you normalize that level up to about 50 or higher. So it decreases endothelial resistance, acting as a potent vasodilator, which will reduce blood pressure, actually. What is endothelial resistance? Endothelial resistance is a tightening of your arteries. Instead of like this, you want them like this. Yeah, so So the blood can flow through, and your blood pressure will drop and all that. Gotcha. So, yeah. Number two, higher total testosterone and sex hormone binding globulin um, levels are inversely related to carotid atherosclerosis. That's a big deal. Yeah. yeah, atherosclerosis is what kills most of us in this world right now. Um, and uh, carotid and, and or, or, um, or uh, yeah, carotid atherosclerosis or coronary atherosclerosis. So you're talking about a stroke or a heart attack. Or heart attack, yeah. So you want higher levels of testosterone and it'll reduce your risk. There's a lot of cardiovascular risks here, too, and it, you'll. I'm going to talk about that here in a second. That testosterone improves a lot of cardiovascular risk in women. Higher free t- number three, higher free testosterone levels in men are associated with higher ejection fractions. That's higher cardiac output. So decreased congestive heart failure. Same in women, by the way. Congestive heart failure is usually caused uh, physiologically um, by, I think, chronic hypothyroidism and chronic hypogonadism. Remember, what's the heart mostly made of? I don't know. Muscle? Tissue. Yeah, muscle. You got it. Okay. First guess. <laughs> I thought that was one. a trick question. I was going to say tissue paper, but you beat me to it. <laughs> okay. Number four. Yeah, so you want you want testosterone for muscles yeah, everywhere. just to help. Even in your heart. Them. Number four, age, HDL level, which is high-density lipoprotein, and testosterone levels may be stronger predictors of degree of coronary artery disease. This is a big deal than our blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, smoking, and body mass index. Wow. So that's a bigger predictor. Yeah. You want good testosterone levels in women. Otherwise, you're at risk for, for more of those yeah. things. Yeah. Despite the literature being replete with supporting studies, this is number five, by the way, cardiologists continue to ignore the favorable benefits of natural testosterone replacement. Don't do the same. Don't ignore these cardiovascular benefits. You got to talk to a cardiologist. They're like, women need testosterone. Yeah, you're, you're a dork. 
Okay. Is this new literature that's come out, or has this been around for a long time? Long and time. People now. just don't realize. Yeah, it? I made this list of what ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, it hasn't changed. Testosterone. Women haven't changed. Oh, nope. uh, uh, never mind. I'm not touching that. <laughs> so, okay. Um, there's evidence number six. There's evidence to suggest that low concentrations of testosterone are associated with an increased risk of cardiovascular disease in women and men. Well, yeah, that's the reverse of everything I just said. I mean, that's the, not the polar opposite, but it's saying everything it's I just said it is, yeah. in, in another angle, yeah. So, seven, testosterone concentration is inversely correlated with pro-coagulable factors, well, that's a word, plasminogen activator inhibitor and fibrinogen. Which, those what are, are clot, yeah, what are clot, those? Clots, okay. clot risk factors. Gotcha. Yeah. So give enough testosterone to attain a good physiologic level. So your level is above 50 nanograms per deciliter. And these coagulation factors decline. Actually, pretty markedly. <clears throat> Sorry, caught my breath. I'm talking really fast. <laughs> seven. I got to beat that 30 I minutes. I think you so just they'll, did they'll seven. Be on me. Seven. Testosterone concentration. No, you just did is, that one. Is Oh, yeah. Okay, blop. Eight. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> testosterone of physiologic concentrations induces coronary artery dilatation and increases coronary blood flow in men and women, I'll add, with established coronary artery disease. Did you hear that? It dilates those coronary arteries. Another example of that. Carotid arteries, coronary arteries, all of them. Um, Number nine, normal physiologic levels improve insulin resistance by bolstering the functionality of insulin receptors in men and women. Wow. yeah, wow, that's it. That's interesting. That's really crazy. Yeah, because insulin receptors need testosterone. To work. Uh, yeah, like oils them, so they work better. So, number 10. Wow, we're almost a third of the way through this mess. <laughs> <laughs> Normal physiologic levels increase muscle mass and tone. Well, that's obvious. Makes sense. You want more muscle mass, though. Lower levels predispose to increased BMI and diabetes. Body mass index, so... Torsal fat and diabetes. So having a low level of testosterone gives you a higher risk. You want a normal physiological level above 50. Yeah. So uh, 12, normal physiological levels prevent Alzheimer's disease. Low levels of testosterone are an independent risk factor. That's a big deal. That's a big risk factor for Alzheimer's disease in women. Number 13, normal physiological levels prevent osteoporosis in men and women by increasing bone mineral density. Yeah, testosterone, like estradiol, in women will force minerals, calcium, um, magnesium, zinc, all that, into the bones. Vanadium, strontium, all of them. All those things into you the bones, need. Yeah. So you want those levels. That's why you do the CMA. That's why I adjust the hormones. Read my book on, um, oh, yeah, resolving osteoporosis. <laughs> yeah, because it's all about doing everything we're talking about here. Testosterone estradiol, making sure your CMA or your, what's your spectra on that? CMA is appropriate and correct. You never realize how much those things matter. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. 14 normal physiologic levels improve erectile dysfunction in men. Duh. Well, yeah, sorry, obviously. While <laughs> super physiologic levels, meaning 100, 125 nanograms per deciliter, 75 nanograms. Leader have been shown to help postmenopausal women with clitoral erection problems and libido issues. Um, so it helps with HSDD. Retur- okay, 15, well, that says this here. Returning testosterone to 
physiological levels, 15 nanograms per deciliter or greater, I'll add, because uh, some women like to run them a little higher, clearly have been shown to help hypoactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD. I know they're coming up with all this other weird crap to, sorry, I shouldn't call it crap. It's FDA-approved crap, but um, to, to, um, to help with your HSDD, when in reality, you need to deal with your vitamins and your uh, testosterone level. 16, normal physiological levels improve libido and well-being in men and women. Um, and so that's, wow, that's a big deal. That's uh, New England Journal of Medicine. Um, so for, I can't remember the year, but that's a great, great article. I remember the article. So uh, I had to read all these, come up with all these. I made this list myself. Yeah, you did. Pretty impressive, huh? <laughs> when I wrote my textbook on preventive medicine, I started this list, and now I've evolved it, and I probably need to go back and add some more. I did this in 2015, by the way. Yeah, you did. 17, in adult females, testosterone maintains muscle mass and strength, fat distribution, bone mass, erythropoiesis, that's right, blood cell production, sexual functionality, libido, and quality of life. Why would you not want a normal level? Yeah. You would. 18, <laughs> testosterone increases HGH production in the elderly. It is critical to create that rich hormonal milieu or stew that allows all eight cylinders of your of your you the patient's hormone engines to fire properly. That's a Mayo Clinic study. Thirty five percent of heart nineteen thirty five percent of heart patients treated with testosterone improved by at least one New York Heart Association class. That's a big deal. Yeah, what does that mean? That means like if you were in congestive heart failure and you were stage four. You'd at least go to stage three or maybe even a stage two. Wow. Stage one being minimal. So um, That's amazing. 21. Test, you can't even relate to this because you're like, what, 19? How old are you? 25. That's oh, close. You skipped 20. Sorry. Well, okay, you're 21. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even suffer from anything, so you're completely cool and normal. Thank you. Okay, 20. <laughs> Testosterone replacement therapy improves functional capacity and symptoms in men and women with moderately severe heart failure. I've been saying that the last the last twenty points. Points, yeah. Because <laughs> of heart failure is horrible in a really common way for elderly to die in the country. Though I just saw that the most common cause of death now on the death certificate list is not maybe the main cause, but it's now on 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 a huge, I think 40 or 50% of all death certificates and elderly is dementia. Dementia. I saw wow, that. Wow, that kind of sucks. It's uh, insane, actually. 21. Testosterone can dramatically improve endurance, especially in the frail elderly. So I'm kind of the frail elderly, wouldn't you say? <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> really? What, do you, what does that mean? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. So I'm not frail anymore. Okay. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> It can improve endurance in the frail elderly, not just the elderly. They have well, to be frail. and the elderly and the frail elderly. It doesn't matter if they're frail. I'm frail. I'm always frail. <laughs> so I was frail before I was elderly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 22. Six hormones, like testosterone, play a key role in numerous physiologic processes and functions and clearly impact wound healing knowledge of patients, but especially the elderly. Hey, they've got a wound. Give them yeah. some testosterone. That's fascinating. I don't know if that'll. I probably wasn't the right thing to say, but I was joking. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and I dealt with complex wound issues all these years. So, um, twenty-three, maintaining appropriate levels until death 
allows improved cognition, better affect, more rapid thinking, processing skills, and decision-making, and better muscle mass. Plus, you get a lot deeper voice. How was that? For a woman? I used my deep voice. 23. Oh, I did that. 24. (laughs) I need more (laughs) testosterone, obviously. 24. With your sexual dysfunction, female patients don't ever get bragged. And I see that occasionally. It's weird. Um, Until you work them up for hypogonadotropic pituitary hypogonadism or testosterone deficiency or vitamin-caused testosterone deficiency. Um, And for women postmenopausal, you got to give testosterone, progesterone, along with estradiol to more adequately treat some hypoactive sexual dysfunction disorders or desire disorders or sexual dysfunction cases. They'll give them Viagra to treat that? Bizarrely. That is so weird. You know what? That's a doctor trying. Yeah. At least they're trying something. Yeah. That's uh, just not a good idea, though. That's fascinating. That I'm, I mean, I'm, so let's be clear. I am ignorant of neurosurgery. I could not perform a neurosurgery. It'd be a horrible disaster. <laughs> and some people probably are just, some doctors, well-meaning, though trying, are ignorant of of how to treat these HSDD, hypoactive sexual desire disorders or dysfunctional disorders or or low testosterone hypogonadisms, and there's really an appropriate way to treat them. So, 25. Testosterone patients can not only improve insulin resistance, but increase the number and health of insulin receptors. Boom. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So, first, the lack of testosterone has been strongly associated with metabolic syndrome. Second, giving testosterone, these men or women can help clear up the insulin resistance and absolve the pre-diabetic stage. Wow. Well, big articles. That's yeah. all enough for 25. 25 is really three things. Yeah, really Some is. of these are really, uh, we're hitters. really covering like 60 things. Yeah. Just 26, testosterone improves vascular resistance, reduces systolic blood pressure. Hear that? It reduces blood pressure, women. Improves dyslipidemias. That means lowers triglycerides, lowers triglycerides, which can kill you if you have high triglycerides, and raises HDL, and improves cardiac output. Cardiovascular benefits. It's just huge with testosterone for men and women. Yeah. Brett kind of agrees with everything I say. It's kind of cool. <laughs> Either that or she's, well, never mind. We'll leave that alone. I can't, mom said I couldn't fire her anymore. <laughs> Thank goodness. Okay. 20, sorry. Uh, you got me cracked up. I cracked myself up. He thinks 27, he's funny. normal physiological levels cause improvement in osteoporosis. This is clear in a large number of studies now, but doctors don't ever prescribe it for mm-hmm. osteoporosis. They will put you on a bisphosphate, which has a 75% rate of side effects. Err. Yeah. Well, not Back side effects. My, <laughs> I think Jackson posted the link to and it. Leave me too. a review. Leave me a review. <laughs> okay. Twenty-eight. Testosterone and hypogonadal women improves Alzheimer's disease. Get this: multiple sclerosis, Huntington disease, Parkinson's disease, and others. As a matter of fact, testosterone loss may be a risk factor for cognitive decline and possibly for dementia. Well, we said that earlier, and it's clearly neuroprotective. So take it. Twenty-nine. Well, we're almost to thirty. How much, what time is it? 7.20. Yeah. I'm beating that, that clock. It's you brutal. You did great. Okay. Testosterone supplementation can increase red blood cells 
an extremely beneficial factor for most older men and women, causing a relative erythrocytosis. This is not a polycythemia or polycythemia vera. This is just a beneficial erythrocytosis that deserves no treatment, and minimal, and even minimal observation. Increases endurance, increases stamina, increases capabilities, increases, decreases congestive heart failure. And testosterone is like magic. What is erythrocytosis? When your uh, bone marrow is producing red blood cells. Does, red blood doesn't cells. it always do that? It should, or you're in a deep, deep doo-doo. So this is extra production. It's like giving you the... It'll cause you to, yeah, boost your produ- gotcha. production. Wow, we're at 30? Yep. 30. Big 30. In women, testosterone is the main hormone that prevents urogenital and vaginal atrophy. Hello, all you women who, who I see for that. Um, the first thing I do is I put you on testosterone. Um, save your female patients from decades of dry vagina, poor sex lives, and embarrassing stress and incontinence by giving them a little testosterone just like their ovaries did. That's my job. So 31, testosterone decline. Oh, that should say declines. Make that correction. Okay. Declines with aging women is associated. No, that's right. It's right. It's I had it right. Testosterone, 31. Testosterone <laughs> decline with aging women is associated with osteoarthritis development and worsening rheumatoid arthritis. That's interesting, too. Yeah. Because that's a big problem for a lot of people. We found that out with our preclinical trials of here at our, at, at our biotech. Yeah. On that magic Common, stuff. common thing. We'll see that right there. Okay. <laughs> 32. Contrary to what your local cardiologist says, and some papers erroneously claim as a side effect, physiological testosterone replacement does not adversely affect blood coagulation status. Remember I said it reduces it. It actually reduces it. Reduces coagulation factors and stress. 33. Low levels of testosterone in elderly men and women increase fall risk by 40%. you got to have those anti-gravity and balance muscles strong. Yeah. Yeah. And after all of us sit around so much, it's hard. Jackson, you're standing a lot at your desk now that we're, we run you all day long, your job running all these businesses. Mm-hmm. So do your legs feel stronger? Uh, yeah, definitely standing has been helping a lot, but I also walk a lot every day. I know. You do four miles every day? I've been doing higher incline, but three miles lately, yeah. I hate you. <laughs> come come work out with me. It'll be fun. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Like I have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys got me grinding. Yeah. We're booked out 10 weeks. 10 weeks. Stop. We're trying to People. make that better. Don't worry. I know. I know. We're trying. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's kind of interesting. That 34, is. the last one. Do, 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 do. How do I do that? Do it again. Wait, I can play it on the kalimba. <laughs> Oh, that That's pretty horrible. good. That was pretty good. <laughs> okay. 34. Normalizing testosterone levels can dramatically improve quality of life and depression elevate mood and positively affect many other physiological levels in postmenopausal women. Mood. Elevates mood. Improves QOL. QOL is the magic sauce. QOL. The magic sauce. The magic sauce. So, if you think you have low testosterone, you've got to come and see me. If you have these issues, you got to. If it's a vitamin deficiency, probably don't need to come and see me. We can do that. We can 
anyone can prescribe you vitamins from anywhere. So would you say they should start with a CMA test or something like that? No, start with a, a free and total testosterone oh, yeah. start level. start with the blood level. Yeah. You can go to that direct labs link on my dampressmd.com and just order you one. They're cheap. How much are they right now? I'll go look. Brickens going to look. You just order it. They, you pay with a credit card. They'll tell you go over to this lab. It's a half mile from your house and have it drawn the next day or or Friday or whenever. You say, no, I can go Friday or Saturday. Um, you go in and have it drawn. I don't care what time of day. And then you look at it. If it's if it's horrible, if it's like zero or three or two or five or eight or something horrible and you know you're low, then that's the start. It's $69 right now. That's pretty cheap. We got our cost is like Ours 85 is, It's like, it. yeah, 75 or something. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's cheaper than our cost. Yeah. So 69 for a free and total test. Get it. Free and free testosterone to women are not accurate, but it's cheaper to get that combination than to get a total testosterone allow, which is like $105. So, yeah. So get the free and total. If it's bad, we should talk. Or take it to your doctor and say, I want this. Or go to a local compounding pharmacy in your community if you're postmenopausal and ask them who a good doctor is who can prescribe you a testosterone cream and they will tell you they will guide you okay are there questions yes you can ask me now no just kidding let's see that, real quick i know there's a lot of people asking just generally where do we get testosterone and you've laid it out a couple times but just to yeah. answer it one more time do you guys see what i did okay we're just gonna leave it at that that's all i'm gonna say what <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? They know what it means. I know. Okay. We'll I'm just confused. Leave that alone. Okay. Um, it's compounded. It's bioidentical. I think they get it from wild yam, just like progesterone. They're pretty close. So, wild yam. It's hard to catch those wild yams. Testosterone? Yeah. It's from wild yam? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but testosterone's from wild yam, so you got to um, you got to you got to catch those little wild yams. So you see I feel like you're just the making pharmacists. this up. No, they run fast across this the desert. This isn't a spamster. That's a plant. It is a plant, but they're wild and they're yams. Oh my gosh! They roll. What form do people do you prefer them take? A shot, the pellet. A I already cream? said that. It's pellets a last resort. I rarely use them anymore. Um, the cream women like to control their libido, their usage, their levels, all that. Cream is easily adjusted. Testosterone just do, it doesn't get in your vagina, so it won't help the dryness if you do a pellet. But it just shoves your levels through the roof to 300, 220, whatever, and it can make you angry and rage. So, yeah, what are the side effects Bacne. of too much testosterone? Bacne. Yeah. Bacne and is acne on your back. <laughs> oh, really? Anger. <laughs> That's common, yeah. yeah. What about hair loss? Can too much cause I've hair maybe loss? Maybe seen that twice, but I don't think so. Male pattern baldness. Eh. You think there's a lot of other things I like thyroid? Yeah. Number one cause of hair loss in women by far and away is or vitamin deficiency. We see that a lot in the clinic. Yeah. Um. What about PCOS? What should they do for testosterone? It's usually high. So they shouldn't be taking because they're not they're not making adequate amounts of progesterone. Instead, it gets sloughed into testosterone production, so they need more progesterone. So, 
I do several things with PCOS. One is I make sure I know their genetics. Uh, 23andMe, NutraHacker, com- imputed version to complete, which is $37 after you get the NutraHacker back. I want to see that. Um, I want to see your methylation areas. People with PCOS have bad, women with PCOS have bad MTHFR issues. Mm-hmm. The worse the PCOS, the worse the MTHFR. They also have a lot of chronic vitamin deficiencies, which is part of the whole process, part of the problem. Because their genetic errors block their vitamin absorption. Yeah. So, and then you get them on the vitamins, you get them, they start slenderizing, their progesterone production comes up, their thyroid problems go away, their skin clears up. So, oh yeah, one other thing. The number one cause of acne now that I see by far and away, especially in older women in their 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever, even late teens, is B vitamin deficiencies yeah so for those of you who don't know that it's in the literature go to PubMed and look up B vitamins and acne and search for it and you'll see all these studies come up yeah what about um, vitamin D and testosterone are those two linked I'm sure if you have a low vitamin D level you'll have a low testosterone yeah. production I just wondered about that should you be getting like testosterone tested during a specific day of your cycle if nope. you still have your period doesn't matter doesn't matter. What about a Dutch hormonal test, or do you prefer... I don't like them. Yeah. Sorry. The reason I don't, because all the research literature that I've read, that I've written my books off of, everything else, is all based on serum levels. I'm not even sure quite how to read a Dutch level or trust it. Yeah. You send them to me, I look at them, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll consider that. <laughs> how do you use the testosterone cream? Like, where do you apply it? Uh, usually vaginally, but you can apply it elsewhere, like inside your thigh and your inside your upper arm. Does it help with vaginal atrophy or prevent? Yes, it prevents and helps. It. So it does both. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So since it has wild or wild EM is a common thing, does that mean it, taking testosterone will also help boost your progesterone levels, or not necessarily? No, it doesn't work that way. Okay. Are there lifestyle factors that can help influence your testosterone levels? Like working out? Yeah, take more vitamins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you wake up in the morning, think this. Lifestyle, I need vitamins. So eat, I mean, maybe like go to, now that Sizzlers are open again, go every once in a while. Sizzler? Once a week, yeah, and cruise their salad bar. Eat everything off of it, full of vitamins. That's hilarious. Or some massive salad, salad bar. Or you could go to, I can't say Disney World anymore. Tucanos. Tucanos has a good salad bar. <laughs> Tucanos has Go a great a, salad bar. They do have a good one. Are they nationwide? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's <was> quick. <laughs> yeah, so Sizzler is nationwide, and they're the place. Uh, okay, You're showing your them. age a little. Oh, Sizzler. sorry, guys. Not sorry. that it's not my favorite place to go to for some reason, too. <laughs> hey, Sizzler, man, it's good. The Can salad bar. women use Idaho Blue Spruce? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. It doesn't work for you. The way that it does, men. You guys don't understand the physiology of that. Um, trust me, it won't work. One day I need to ha- do a Facebook Live about that, but it's, it's yeah, even though I did all the early research on it, and I did all the research on it. I know more about it than anyone, but uh, <laughs> I'm the one who created Shootron, but um, with Gary, but... Um, 
uh, with guidance from Gary, but man, um, no, it would not help you. Can you remind us what the optimal levels are for women in testosterone? Above 50 nanograms per deciliter. What, what's too high? It's according. Yeah, kind of depends. Some women like it higher. I have lunch with a friend of mine who's OB in Salt Lake or used to, and she'd say, my women are running 300, 325, and I, I, I tell them to reduce their use, and they won't do it because they like where it is. Is that a problem? Not that they don't have back knee or mustache. Or anger. Anger. Yeah, some women like it higher. It's according to our job is to make you happy, not us happy, but within reason. Yeah. Can you show the book again, the osteoporosis book? And tell them where to osteoporosis, find it? The Cure and Guidebook. It was number one for about a month when it came out on Amazon. Um, one of my, I think, 15 or 17 or whatever number one books I've had. It's cool. So it's, it's an easy read. It's um, 91 pages. That's pretty long for me now. <laughs> my textbook was 765. Or something huge. It's horrifying. <laughs> it took me four years. Um, but yeah, you can definitely flip the osteoporosis. Do it all the time. Take women from osteoporosis to osteopenia to normalcy with hormones and, and deal with their vitamin deficiencies. This is an interesting one. This lady said her testosterone level is 109, but she doesn't take anything for it. And she doesn't have ovaries, so what would be causing it to be that high? Is she, I don't know. I'd have to go through all her vitamins, something else. She says she is taking estradiol and progesterone. She's converting the progesterone over to testosterone. Gotcha. But does it bother her? If it doesn't bother her, leave it alone. she's good. Yeah. Yeah. So you can convert progesterone to testosterone. You can't convert testosterone to progesterone. Okay. That's interesting. That's what I was getting mixed up on earlier. Yeah, it's backwards. It's so weird. What if you have fibroids? Is there any contradictions with applying no. testosterone cream? Good to know. No, you want to also take a lot of progesterone for those. Uh, UAE is, you can Google that, UAE, not United Arab Emirates. It's uterine artery embolization is my preferred treatment for uh, fibroids. Mm. Would low tests cause irritation on the outside of skin and urethra from underwear touching in an elderly woman? Yes. Technically? Yeah. We're looser... Uh, garments and wear um, like underwear and and start applying the testosterone. Cool. Well, it's seven thirty-four. You did it. <sighs> I did it. Okay, watch this video. Definitely go sign up for our email. For those who have been who um, have already signed up on our email, just email us and we'll send you the PDF for um, for the thirty plus benefits. Amazing. Amazing benefits yep. of testosterone for women. They're mostly cardiovascular, as you can tell. But you, doctors can't argue with this. Everything's referenced. I have on the handout, good grief, 53 references. Just that one. Handout. So I really covered 53 points tonight. Technically. Yeah, I did. So <laughs> technically. Yeah, I covered them fast, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Speed okay, racer. I love you all. Um, I'm pretty sure we already know what our next Facebook Live is going to be about. Going to be launching something, so we'll see. Ooh. 
Yeah, it's going to be big. So get on our email list. You must be on it to really get a lot of the benefits. So um, what's coming? And we love you guys. And God bless and, and go in good health. Thank you for following me. And uh, are there buttons they push like like me? <laughs> like, or, follow, like comment. Follow. My YouTube videos, do you, what, how do you do? They have to join or subscribe. You can go to YouTube and subscribe, yeah. And then they push that other button and it gives them warnings when I have a new video. Yeah, you guys can follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We're all over the place. Now you're telling me. Yeah, and follow all of the pages. Physician Design, Dan Purser, MD, and AO Biologics yep. is the new one. Keep an eye out on that one. Yep. Got lots yeah, of AO fun Biologics stuff. is going to be big, we hope. Well, it might be small, but then it'll be big. <laughs> <laughs> it's small right now. That's okay. Okay. Timey. Okay. <laughs> You're good to go? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>